Well, hey everybody, Jonathan Doyle with you once again. Welcome back to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Always get fascinated by who might be listening wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for what you're doing each day in Catholic education. Uh, we've had another great uh, experience of Catholic education today. I went and picked up my son from his uh, camp. Just had his uh, four-day camp with uh, his uh, his school, which was great. He's uh, very, very tired, but... Um, you know, I was thinking as I picked him up, it's uh, so good to see the work that Catholic teachers do. You know, when you're going through Teachers College, you don't really sign up for these camps, do you? Nobody mentions to you, oh, and by the way, in a few years you might have your own family, but you're still going to uh, go away and stay overnight in strange places and uh, monitor huge numbers of young people who don't want to go to sleep. It's... Uh, you know, often think uh, I think the wider culture thinks teachers have it easy, but they don't realise the amazing stuff that you do on a regular basis like that. All the extra mile stuff that you do every day. And uh, as I said many years ago in a keynote, now the good thing and one of the good things about heaven is God's going to sit you down and there's going to be a big flat screen TV and he's going to show you all the little things that you did. All those tiny little things that uh, nobody ever saw. All those camps and excursions and conversations that uh, you gave to, that you gave yourself to, that uh, had an impact that you may never have seen. So be encouraged. What you're doing really matters. Now, today's quote, of course, uh, we do the daily quote. So if you're not getting that uh, in your email, please come across to onecatholicteacher.com and uh, just pop your details in any of the boxes. I think we should have a box on most pages, definitely on the podcast page. Just drop your details in there and we'll get you this each day. Now, today... I've got a great quote for you from Paul Kingsnorth. So I want to put this guy on your radar. He's a really interesting guy. He only became a Christian quite recently, but quite an extraordinary thinker and writer. And he's publishing on Substack. I don't know if you're familiar with Substack. It's it's a great platform. It's uh, you know, there's a lot of great blog writers and people who do amazing work and cannot make ends meet. So Substack has become this platform where great writers can uh, get paid it's only it doesn't cost much it's like you know five euros or something a month or less just to support these guys but uh, some really great stuff on there so that's substack but paul kingsnorth is an accomplished author and a very deep thinker and i just read his latest piece so if you want to find it i'm going to put it in a link to the daily email but basically it's on uh, substack if you want to check out Substack, that's S-U-B-S-T-A-C, and look for Paul Kingsnorth, but this particular piece, so there will be a link to it, and I'll put it in the show notes here, so hopefully if you're listening on a podcast app, like Spotify, Amazon, uh, Google, or Apple, this should, this should be in the link, so I will try and link to it, but it's called The Dream of the Rude Who Sits on the Empty Throne. I know that sounds a bit esoteric, doesn't it? But... Uh, Look, I just finished it, and it's extraordinary. It's an incredible synthesis of kind of where we're at as a global culture, or particularly in the West, and what happens when a culture becomes increasingly secular. And if you're listening to me thinking, well, how's that relevant? Well, it's because the kids that are in your classroom every day, those young people, are profoundly impacted by the culture around them, as are their parents, of course, and their friends. And, and so this article that he writes is quite extraordinary. I just want to give you this one quote today. He said this, There is a throne at the heart of every culture, and whoever sits on it will be the force you take your instruction from. 
There is a throne at the heart of every culture, and whoever sits on it will be the force you take your instruction from. So when you read this piece, and I hope you will, it's um, he just makes that simple anthropological observation that in every culture throughout history, something has been at the center of the culture. It might have been an emperor, it might have been a king, it might have been pantheistic uh, gods, it might have been, you know, the, the Greeks had their Mount Olympus. and So there's always something sitting on the throne and he makes the point that for a culture, whatever's on that throne, that culture definitely at its high points will take its instruction from that. So you can see the logic here that if Christ is not on the throne of our culture, then something else will be. And of course, you're intelligent people, you know that uh, we're really in that sort of moment, aren't we, where all sorts of different ideologies and ideas and, and values are being enthroned in different ways. So a few years ago, I got to speak in Washington, D.C., and I went to the National Catholic Shrine there, which is utterly extraordinary god willing travel opens back up again and we get a chance to to get back out into the world because the uh the national shrine uh the catholic university of america is there and the john paul ii memorial and a bunch of other stuff and i had a day free so i spent the day there and it's extraordinary and there was um there was some contention when it was built because on the high altar and look you got to see this place i know some of you my listeners will have seen it because uh, on the high altar in the main part of sort of the basilica is this mosaic of, I guess what we would refer to as uh, the Christos Pantocrator, which is the Christ Lord of the Universe, uh, iconic mosaic, icon mosaic, mosaic icon. Okay, you get my point. It's vast, and <laughs> when you see it, it is so striking, and this is why I think it was contentious, because the Christos Pantocrator is the, you know, the Christ Lord of the Universe. He's the cosmic God, the cosmic Christ, the Lord of the cosmos, and he looks very regal and intimidating. And I know in, you know, in our Catholic faith, we've got, you know, pious images of Jesus holding lambs, and and that's all good, and, and of course... You know, Jesus' incredible compassion and gentleness with uh, with children and with the vulnerable and the weak. We, we know that's an integral part of the reality of Christ. But there is a case that we've lost a bit of the sense of this Christos Pantocrator, this striking God of the universe. And so in light of this uh, quote today, we're reminded that uh, Christ sits on the throne of the universe. Now, you can't run back into your classroom tomorrow and say, hey, students, I listen to a podcast, sit down, I need to talk to you. You all better sharpen up, fly, fly straight and get your act in order because Christ is sitting on the throne of the universe and he's not happy, okay? That's not going to sell. But what you can do, as I said yesterday, is begin to help young people think about the great questions of what it means to be human and why values exist. So this article from Kings North argues that in the absence of whoever's on the throne, then all of the virtues and values and behaviors and morality that underpin the culture will basically unravel. And that's why I'm so convinced. And people ask me, you know, after all these years, why do you still do this podcast and stuff? I say, because I just think that these Catholic teachers have an incredible, incredible role and impact in the lives of young people and in reshaping our culture. So for those of you that are interested, the kind of meta theses at the moment around where this is all heading, if you follow somebody like Rod Dreher who wrote the Benedict, the Benedict Option, it's really worth reading. It, it's an, it's uh, George Weigel said it's amongst the most important uh, Christian books of the last uh, 20 years. 
So Rogero's thesis is that similar to Rome in the 5th century collapsing, that the Western secular culture is bound for a similar fate. It's a happy thought, isn't it, as you start your day? But he said that what's interesting is that, you know, St. Benedict of Nursia, kind of in the 6th century, began the process of rebuilding. And the monastic communities of the 6th century, and again in the 11th century, had a profound impact on reshaping Europe. You know, the, the, the communities of Iona and Lindisfarne in the 10th and 11th centuries, and St. Benedict of Nursia in uh, the 6th century. So this idea of the Benedict Option is that, um, I guess, what you have to pray your way through as a, as a Christian, as a Catholic, as a teacher is... Are we called at the moment to turn this culture around? I'm just, this is a thought experiment. Uh, and, you know, there's a, people make that case, and a lot of people would be very like, yes, we need to radically turn this culture around. History seems to tell us that things tend to get worse. And then, you know, historically, Christians have been there to rebuild the system and uh, to rebuild it, you know, even better. Um, through the graces of the Holy Spirit. So I'm not God. I don't know what's going to happen. But I do know that um, I think there's a lot of sense in the Benedict Option thesis where he suggests that what we do need to do is to really support each other and to build uh, really vibrant small communities. And if you've heard me again in the keynote, you know that I always talk about this at the end, where what we need to do is build really vibrant gospel communities in our schools. You know, none of us probably listening to this or me saying it are called to save the world. We're not. We're not the Messiah. We're not going to single-handedly. You know, we're not going to Davos. We're not. Uh, we're not getting elected to the highest offices in the land. But we are called upon to play our part, which is to build these little communities. I'm called to build it in my in my work, my business, my speaking, my writing, my marriage, my parenting. And, and so are you in whatever area you've been called to do it. So in the classroom, you know, you're rebuilding this tiny little culture. Do you realize that your classroom is a little epicenter of culture? You know, the language that's used, the encouragement, the faith, the prayer, all of that stuff is building something very special. So one more time, Paul Kingsnorth reminds us there is a throne at the heart of every culture and whoever sits on it will be the force you take your instruction from. So... I've got a lot of interests, I've got a lot of things I read, a lot of stuff I watch, but you know what, I ain't taking my instruction from many places. <laughs> I take my instruction from Karen when necessary, I take it from a couple of good friends, some spiritual directors here and there, but the rest of the time I try and take it from from the Lord, from the deposit of faith in the, uh, in the, in the church that he established and that he promised would prevail. So I take my instruction from him, and I don't do it perfectly. And uh, I hope I do it better as I get older, but uh, you know, that's where I'm taking mine from. So God bless everybody. I hope that's a bit of food for thought as you go about your day as a Catholic educator in this great adventure of Catholic education. Uh, please make sure you've subscribed. It's a great blessing to me wherever you listen to. I know a lot of you listen to it on the direct link that I send, but uh, if you subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen, uh, you'll get the updates when it comes out each day. And uh, they're only short, so I hope that you get a chance to listen to them. And please share them with people. Please leave a review. Everything else is on the website, onecatholicteacher.com. Check out the resources page. There's tons of good stuff there. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. God bless you, everybody. I'll have another message for you tomorrow.